What's going on, everybody? This is the AEW in fuck. This is the work rate podcast, and this is our AEW in review. It's been two weeks. I'm rusty. Yes. And whenever we take off, all hell breaks loose, it seems like. Yeah, man. Holy (laughs) moly. I I took off last week, and fucking Punk got fired from the company or some shit. I don't know. (laughs) Everyone hates each other backstage, and it's just wild. So it's yeah, man. I can definitely hear myself coming from you. You're not that loud, mine. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if it's the app or what it is, but blah blah blah. Um, yeah. So it was fun. I uh, I liked last week's stuff. The the punk stuff. Like I knew immediately what the fuck they were doing. And like everybody on the internet was like, "Who are they gonna have for for Mox now in at All Out?" It's like it's still fucking Punk, guys. Yeah, like this is part of the pay per view build. How do you not see that? And then, and I told people in our in our uh, in our wrestling community, is like, if it's not Punk versus Mox, I will eat my goddamn shoe. (laughs) And I have not had to eat a shoe. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty obvious what they were doing. Yeah, but they man. did it in a good way because you know there's they hurt his foot and there's all the backstage drama and there's rumors that Punk was unhappy in AEW and he was leaving, so everyone's like, ooh. Yeah. It just got worked. I don't know. Weird. Yeah. Weird stuff. Weird weird stuff. Um Yeah, I think it I think it's cool. It's unique. It's a here's the thing, is that AEW does some unique ways of building to things that we have not seen before mm-hmm. so wrestling fans just say it's bad but they just they're just not it's funny because they're just not letting it play out yeah <laughs> it has that old meme but yeah, yeah it's people just, are just used to a certain way of things being done and just let it transpire guys mm-hmm. just just let it happen we're <laughs> we're we were two weeks out from a pay-per-view Tony Khan's not going to blow up his main event scene. Trust. Especially when they're in Chicago, where one of the guys is from. Yeah, they're in Chicago the next week. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way they're not going to... And people are like, it's going to be MJF. I'm like, no, they're not going to fucking stick MJF in the main event one week before the pay-per-view. That's a, that's worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make any sense. It's like, AEW does not debut people um, just before a pay-per-view. They don't do that. They don't bring people back just before a pay-per-view. They do it at the pay-per-view rarely, or they do it the next episode. Mm-hmm. The only time they did it on the pay-per-view was at All Out last year with Cole and um, Danielson. Cole, Cole and Danielson and they did, Minoru. Uh, we had Minoru. Minoru with... Yeah. And uh, Ruby Soho, they they got they yeah got it all out last year. <laughs> yeah, and like Tony Khan has said that uh, the roster will be as good as strong as it's ever been. So I don't know if there's someone else coming in. I tend to think that we're getting everybody back. That's what I, I think, think too. I think that's what he means. But you never know. There's normally one more person coming in. Yeah, and I think. Because they have the Joker for their their ladder match, which I mm-hmm. think is going to be Samojo. That's my guess. 
That's the, the pro- that's the probable one. Because they just wrapped up filming the uh, uh, what whatever show he was filming. The car yeah, combat the, video game. What is that? Twisted Metal. Twisted, Twisted Metal, <laughs> yeah. They finished that. You got Adam Cole. He's been out hurt. Kyle O'Reilly's been out hurt. I would say Bobby Fish, but uh, as we know now, he's, he's apparently gone. Yeah, his contract Fuck. was up uh, yesterday, the 31st. His contract was up. Yeah, so uh, their, their injuries really fucked up that. Like, I would think that if he didn't get hurt, or like if, if both of them didn't get hurt, all three of them didn't get hurt, mm-hmm. then Bobby Fish may st- may still be around because then may. they would have been they would have been able to do that Bullet Club, um, uh, Young Bucks storyline they were doing with mm-hmm. the Elite. Um, Tony Khan had to scrap that whole thing, and Bobby Fish never wrestled again. Yeah, which is I guess I saw that's why he said he didn't. Want to resign because he didn't have enough TV time, but you know he got hurt and stuff. So yeah, and he was he was featured a lot early, mm-hmm. and then but he, they didn't, I don't know. The past couple of weeks since Triple H has taken over, he's been talking about how much he loves Triple H. So I think he just hopes yeah, he can go back. Well, to WWE. I I tend to think that he was already gone. I feel like his <laughs> contract was probably up already, or they had told him. Because apparently he started a podcast. He was doing indie dates. He's doing blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah. Like all this stuff all started happening at once. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's, like, it's like, for me, it's like, okay, fine. Yeah. I mean, R- Red Dragon's cool, but the two guys I'm here for are O'Reilly and Cole. Yeah, I saw people saying like, well, what's Kyle O'Reilly without Bobby Fish? And obviously people never watched their indie stuff because they were a tag team in the indies but in ring of honor him and adam cole had a hell of a series of matches and there was a pwg kyle o'reilly sexy kyle o'reilly where he'd like grind his hips and stuff is hilarious so he could definitely do and his new japan runs yeah here well interesting thing i'll talk a little bit about uh well we heard that tony khan stepped in it a bit when talking about thunder rosa on mm-hmm. the on this uh, press thing. I'm sure everyone's heard about that. He was talking about how Thunder Rosa, the reason why punk got more time than Thunder Rosa is because he's punk and that deserves time. And he was saying like, he's saying it's about ratings. Um, We weren't going to uh, like punk is punk. So punk gets to go out there and do an eight minute promo Mm -hmm. or whatever. And Thunder Rosa is not, and I he said he had just found out about Thunder Rosa like two hours before the show started, whereas Punk he knew a week ahead a week ahead of time. Yeah, so he planned it out. He should have kept it at that. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, he should have said, "I just found out." Yada yada yada. The show was planned. Mm-hmm. He should have said just, the whole ratings thing. That yeah, <laughs> it's not good. Stop, Stop burying your women. You bury your women when you do that. Yeah. But yes. one thing that he did say, which I kind of get, he was like he said that uh, not every not every build that I do or not everything that I do is received well or gets good ratings or this and that. He's like he said one of my favorite dynamite matches of all time was the Kyle O'Reilly versus Mox mm-hmm. match in the tournament. He said that was. Arguably his favorite match, his favorite dynamite match of all time. He started talking about spots and transitions and this and that. He's just like, I absolutely love that. But he's like, it's not about what I love. It's about the ratings. 
and people didn't like that and they shit on it. And, and I'm like, yeah, he's, he's making a bit of a point there mm-hmm. a little bit, he, but like he can make that point without burying the women. Yeah. Cause it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy mm-hmm. as I've said all the time. And I say it about Hollywood as well. You can't create stars or people that are over or movie stars or this or that or black movie stars, Asian movie stars, whatever. If you don't put them in the fucking movies in the first place, yep. you can't be like, oh, there's no there's no Asian movie stars. Well, there's no Asian movie stars because you don't put them in the fucking movies. Yeah. If you don't exactly. do it, then yeah, of course, there's no there's no movie stars. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, you put C. Lee in a movie. Oh, he's a movie star now. Yeah. yeah. Who would have fucking thought? Yeah. Same thing with uh, with the women on TV. You don't put them on TV. You don't put them in front of people. You don't give them promo time. You don't give them stories. Nobody gives a fuck, and then they don't draw ratings. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. And uh, I've been saying that for fucking years. Yeah. I've, I've, been, I've been saying it about Hollywood for the longest time, because the only fucking guy we had was Denzel Washington in movies. And then mm-hmm. when he got older, they're like, there's no more black main stars. Like, yeah, there is. Just put them in the fucking movie. Yeah, For just sure. make the make the damn movie. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. If you you got to give you got to put a Thunder Rosa out there more, and then she probably would have drawn ratings with her saying she she used stuff. to draw ratings. Yeah. The, that's the she used to draw ratings. Now mm-hmm. she doesn't because you don't give her any fucking stories. Yeah, you had her stuck in the back. You you better believe that if it was. Uh, Britt Baker, she'd be in that fucking ring. Yeah. So yeah. he does. He really loves Britt Baker, though. So that oh, makes... that's the thing. It's like Tony's buddies get the time. Mm-hmm. People who aren't Tony's buddies don't get the time. It's yeah. pretty clear to see that. Yeah, which like is you can probably why they had to hire a bunch of people <laughs> to help out backstage. That's yeah, because <laughs> Tony Tony can fuck that shit up, mm-hmm. as we've seen. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Yeah, it's but, like Triple H, Triple H's guys are going to get preferential treatment too. It's like it's just how like the boss's guys get preferential treatment. That's yeah. how businesses work. Unfortunately, that's it just does. the reality of world of the world. Nobody is complete. Nobody's objective. Mm-hmm. We it's... all make decisions based off of our based off of our own personal history. That's how this works. Yeah, but yeah, so. While we took off, just everything, <laughs> everything was not coming up AEW. It seemed lots of backstage drama, but it seems to uh, have been quelled. I don't know. I think some people yeah. are still trying to hold on to it, like bring it up. But I think they've worked. Well, yeah. Out. Apparently, uh, Kingston and Sammy met each other backstage before Dynamite taped mm-hmm. and, uh, and squashed their beef, yeah. essentially. And apparently, on the media call, I just read this. I didn't. Uh, it's on YouTube. You can watch it or listen to it, whatever. Um, but he uh, he was asked about the Kingston and Sammy stuff and if they would ever revisit that using this as a story. And Tony said that he loves inserting reality into the feuds. And if it were up to him, he would do it. But he doesn't know if Sammy and Kingston would want to do it. And he doesn't want to force them to do something they don't want to do. Yeah. So he says it's kind of up to them. Yeah. Well, even like during the week, Kingston like kept tweeting like, "I don't want to talk about this anymore." <laughs> and stuff. yeah, he was sick of it, yeah. and he was telling people like, "Stop fucking tweeting at Sammy. Leave him alone." 
Yeah, and he and was, I he liked that. Fought for it. He said, "I, you know, I should have been more professional and stuff." So he was being the bigger man about it and stuff. No, he was. He was being the bigger man than Sammy about it. Because mm-hmm. uh, even like Sammy, like he said, "I apologize. I shouldn't have done that." And Sammy is like, "Well, my side of the story." Like Kingston didn't give his side of the story. Mm-hmm. Kingston just said, "Yeah, I did a, I did a stupid thing, and I, I shouldn't have done it." And Sammy's like, well, my side. no one cares about your sides. Yeah. <laughs> I just, the funniest thing about the whole thing is Kingston wasn't really mad that he called him fat. It was just that, like, well, I, he was supposed to win at the pay per view. And he's like, well, you're just burying yourself by calling me a fat piece of shit and then I'm going to beat you. That's what he was mad about, which is awesome. <laughs> that Kingston. Wait, sorry. Say that again? Yeah. It came out that, you know, because I guess Sammy called him a fat piece of shit on a promo. Yes. Kingston was upset. Not really that he called him a fat piece of shit, just that, because I guess Eddie was supposed to go over at the pay-per-view, and he yeah. said, well, you're burying yourself by calling me a fat piece of shit, and then I beat you. Like, that's what he got upset about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Which I is guess. such a Kingston response, and I love it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I feel like there needs to be a list, or like, Sort of like when you do an interview with somebody, when you're interviewing somebody, and, and they say, like, I don't want to talk there, about this. this yeah, is- there are no go topics. Mm-hmm. There should just be no go topics. And you know that going into the promo, so you don't go into business for yourself, and you say something you shouldn't about X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just go in there and fucking lay into Jungle Boy's dad without Jungle Boy knowing. Yeah. Like, you only do that if he gives the okay. Mm-hmm. And I would think that just body shaming someone and calling them fat isn't what shouldn't like that should be self-explanatory. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it, unless they, unless they explicitly tell you to do that, just don't do it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's like, like, I imagine I there's, it seems guys... like, com- it seems like common sense. Like that shouldn't have to be on a list. Yeah. 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 I imagine guys like, Punk and Danielson and Mox could say that about Kingston, but like no one else, <laughs> like people he knows for a long time Maybe. or something, like like Claudio yeah. or something. Yeah, but like even then, it's like you're like I'm gonna say this or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. But yeah, what was it? And that Sammy even touched on that in his explanation thing was he said he's like I've gone to Tony Khan and the people in the back and I've said these are the certain things I don't want you to say about me. It's like. And then they know, but Kingston hadn't done that. It was like, does Kingston really have to say, don't call me a fat ass? Mm -hmm. Does he really have to say that? Like, he shouldn't have to. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) It's, uh, yeah. Anyways, we got way off track, but this is a good conversation. Well, yeah, Um, we we missed last week on all the drama, so we got to bring it up. (laughs) Yeah, because obviously, I... I loved that match with Punk going down with the hurt foot. Um, I thought awesome. it was cool. It was it's great because like in real fights, sometimes that happens. Sometimes mm-hmm. the guy just gets caught, and you're like, "Oh shit, he's down! Fight over!" Yeah, like uh, yep. he went in there, he threw the kick, his foot gave out. Cool, and mm-hmm. like he didn't lose because of the foot. Uh, like his foot, his foot hurt, so he dropped down, grabbed his foot, and then Moxley took advantage of that and just hit him with two paradigm shifts. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. what it was. Like it, it's like he caught him. 
he caught he yeah. caught him lacking and it was like mm-hmm. that's great that's really good like we need i i want more of that you can't say i want a reality based uh reality based wrestling thing and then complain when you get reality based wrestling yeah and you don't it spices things up too like it's not just the same type of match we'll get the long drawn out match it all out when we yeah well yeah, yeah, yeah. and this, this is sort of the same logic to uh like you can't say aw has a bloated roster and they need to let some people go and then complain when they let the 45 year old uh tag team specialist who gets hurt all the time Mm -hmm. if they're gonna let anyone go it's bobby fucking fish i'm sorry yeah Yeah. it's it's but like it's like the the floor for the ability of to be on the roster of aw is really fucking high Mm -hmm. like it's you've got to be good or like or you're a jobber it's like does bobby fish want to be a jobber no okay bye Mm mm-hmm yeah. It's like you're not in the wingman. Like it's like wingman, the fucking Arya Davari's thing. Or yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And then and then he's out there he's out there talking shit. <laughs> like, yeah, he went fuck he started going off on punk, man. <laughs> Last week. Um, yeah, man, he's talking spicy. Like Bobby Fish, you're forty five fucking years old. You think you're gonna go in and have a run with Triple H? Come mm-hmm. on now. Maybe for like a little bit until you get hurt again, then you're done. Then your career's over. Chill, Chill, dude. Chill. Chill. And I I don't even dislike Bobby Fish. I think Bobby Fish is good. Mm -hmm. But like, he's Bobby Fish. And I said this to someone earlier, and it it ended a debate real fucking quick. Um, Of all the uh, UE guys, the uh, Undisputed Era, or whatever you want to call them, they all got singles runs except for Bobby Fish, mm-hmm. because he's the last man. Yeah, on that pile, he's the only guy who's not over. Yeah, on his own, like it's just he's the least. He's the lesser of four guys. Mm-hmm. Like he's not a priority, and he's forty-five. What they're gonna give a forty-five-year-old guy a five-five-year contract like Cole yeah. and O'Reilly? No, they're not. No, the, that was a prove me contract, and he didn't prove. He just proved he could get hurt twice. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but all the drama aside, it seems like they've worked it out. And last night's dynamite was excellent. Yeah, last night's dynamite was great. So Mox comes in the ring, and this is fucking great. He comes out there to mix in Chicago to mixed Mox and Punk chants. Um, and he says, "Do you guys, do you guys want to talk about it?" And then uh, he said that uh, he's a sixty-minute man. Apparently, uh, Punk's a, a one-minute man. Um, I had fifty-nine minutes left to go. Uh, he said, uh, "Punk gave me his his best shots right away. Saw that he couldn't saw that he couldn't cut it. Looked at his foot. Said, you know what? This is an easy way out.' Grabbed his foot." Bob's your uncle. He's out of the match. Um, said he's sorry that Punk didn't turn out to be the guy that they wanted him to be, the guy that he wanted him to be, the guy that AW wanted him to be. They gave him a second chance, and he's got nothing. Like they brought him back seven years later. Same old Punk. Same guy who's given up on people. 
Um, and then he pulls out an open contract. He said, I have an open contract here. Anybody can sign this. I don't care if you're from AEW, if you're from New Japan, if you're from another promotion, he throws it down. And this is intriguing because mm-hmm. it's like this. Again, I was just like, okay, this is for Punk. But I'm like, this could be for Bray. This could be fucking a guy from New Japan. This could Okada be... walks out. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it could be MJF walks out. Mm-hmm. It's like it's and the fans start chanting MJF, MJF, and again I'm like, guys are getting work. This isn't MJF. This is gonna be punk. Mm-hmm. I swear to God. And then out comes a guy that I don't recognize. You recognized him. Yeah, a steel. CM Punk's trainer. It's they were a tag team back in the day. I believe they're yeah, they were all in a group of Cole Cabana called the Second City Saints for a long yes. time. That's when I first saw him. But yeah, he's he was, um, he's always like, if whenever they're in Chicago, you always see Punk go up to him and like fist bump him and stuff whenever they're wrestling in Chicago. So, yeah, I, yes, I didn't know. I guess they said he's a producer backstage too. So that's cool. Yeah. They, uh, they, they signed him at some point to be a producer. And I guess the week before when Punk got hurt, um, they, he came out to help him. Mm-hmm. And I think he may have also come out to break up that fight. I think so. The, the, the week first before, they hit. yeah, yeah, I think so. he was out there, and they they mentioned it. They mentioned his name. They said uh, Ace Steel is there. I do remember that. Um, yeah, great stuff. Um, yeah, he says whoever signs this, tell them that he'll outlast them. He'll outfight them. He'll out wrestle them. He'll probably outbleed them. Yeah. Um, oh, that's for sure. Did you notice yeah, was- too when Mox is out there? He legit had stitches in his ears. This crazy MFer let Chris Jericho legit rip out his earring <laughs> during their yeah. match. He had stitches that's in what, it. That's what I said. Like, <laughs> w- when they did that, there was no way that wasn't legit because of the amount of blood. Yeah. And it, that he, was just coming directly from his ear. Yeah. Whatever he's like doing his promo, I was like, he really let Chris Jericho rip his earring out because he's got stitches in his ear right now. He's like, hey, Batista, this is how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> You're Batista with the fake nose ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Triple H oh, and the Flyers. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, real good. Real mm-hmm. good. Um, I love this. I think this is great. Uh, you know what? Let's get to the to the next part of it. Um, to Punk coming so, out? Yeah, so later on in the show, Punk comes out, and he, he comes out slow, comes out somber. Looks like he hadn't slept um, in a week. More than yeah, usual. Looked, he always looks tired, but he looked real tired this time. Yeah, he he, he looked rough. He looked sad. Um, and justifiably so. He's talking to the fans. He was saying, um, I didn't want to let you guys down. He said, I did. He said, when I was off for two months, I let Larry down because I couldn't walk him. Um, he said that I was 100%. They told me I was 100%. But the but this is a new hundred percent. He's never going to be to that previous. This is a new one because his foot got mashed to shit. He's okay. got all kinds of pins and metal in there. Um, who knows if that's actually the case? Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it actually takes a little bit longer to come back from that. Yeah, he but talk shit to but, some fan in the crowd. <laughs> yes, the fan apparently was chanting Colt Cabana. Yeah, yeah, he said. 
Yeah. What do you say? My foot was broken 18 times, and that's more times than that guy's had sex or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I was like, eh, I was like, 18 is pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it was, uh, that was funny. And immediately he regretted it. And he goes, yeah, he's like, I shouldn't have, said that. Sh- shouldn't have said that. But then we were, you and I both were like, ooh, heel punk. Yeah. That's, like, that's, that's old school punk. You don't heckle punk. Mm-hmm. He has gone off on yeah. fans before. For sure. On look up, um, in uh, Mid South, I think, or look up punk, uh, no microphone promo where he, he walks out hold, acting like he's holding a microphone. He doesn't have anything because it's mid, it's IWA Mid South, so it's really yeah. small. But he cuts a like he just rips into the whole crowd, acting like he's holding a microphone. It's hilarious. <laughs> but, but yes, so, oh, then no good. Uh, oh, I was just gonna say during all that, then we see a steel walking out, and Punk's talking about how he's upset and doesn't know if he can do it anymore. Yeah, Ace Steel comes out, slaps that dude in the face. Drops an F-bomb, too. <laughs> he did, and he had to pay some money to charity because of yeah. that. Um, yeah, so Ace Steel comes out, and he says, this is not the punk I know. This is not the punk I trained. This is not the Second City Saint. He's like, you're a harder man than this. You don't give up. Slaps him in the face. Legit slap. Crowd, yeah. goes, crowd pops, because the crowd was a little subdued at this point. Because mm-hmm. they don't know if Punk's going to say, I can't do it again. Mm-hmm. Like, they've we've al- already seen him do this song and dance when he yeah. said that he had to relinquish the belt. So it's yeah. like, are we going to, is he going to say that he came back too early and he can't do it? So the crowd didn't know if they should be pumping up his tires or not. Yeah. And when that happened and he fires him up, and, and this is the thing for me, this felt like a story arc, like over a couple episodes, but we got in 10 seconds. Oh yeah. Punk, yeah, yeah. punk went from mopey, mope, mopey dick to getting slapped in the face. And then all of a sudden he has a promo and yeah. he's fired up. Ripped off his hoodie. <laughs> wearing a cutoff shirt. I was like, wait, hold on. Yeah. yeah you yeah. went from depressed as hell to like jacked as shit. Yeah. That was, I, I like the, the turn and how they did it, but like you said, it, it felt like it maybe it's like maybe if they had one more week, it would have made more sense. <laughs> or just if like uh if like he had to give him a little bit more of a pet and you could see the gra- him gradually yeah. starting to get the confidence and, and get pumped up, almost like a Hulk Hogan like coming yeah. back to life sort of thing. But he's just like he got slapped, he's just like you're right. Here's the promo I've had. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> where did the, where the fuck city did that bleeds come together, from? and I'm the the heart of this city. And goes out into the crowd. Somebody tries to sacrifice a baby to him, and like, <laughs> it was yeah, awesome. it was amazing. It was like the fucking <laughs> Lamb of God, not Lamb of God, like that uh, Cult of the Lamb Cult video game. Lamb, yeah, <laughs> um, it was great. Punk in the crowd. I was like, but it seemed like two different promos. <laughs> is what I was saying. It just seemed like two different segments. As a whole, I loved it. And they talked me into the building. I'm so excited. Oh yeah, I they, was this thing, whole thing, got me so excited for the match. I'm all in on it. And for me, I was watching um, the fightful day after Dynamite for a bit today. And this, it was uh, Will Washington who hosts it, and he had Phil Lindsay, who is a Chicagoan. He is mm-hmm. from Chicago. Yeah, he was going he, crazy on Twitter last night. He was going what? And that's what it's all about, man. He's just <laughs> like, he's like Chicago. Chicago people go through a fucking wall for Chicago. 
They mm-hmm. fucking love Chicago. Like they they'll do anything. They'll watch the Cubs. They'll watch the Bears. They'll put mm-hmm. up with all kinds of shit. But they love their city. They fucking love it, and I like that. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really it's an underdog city. And he's a, like he's like yeah, I was a gutter rat. I was a I was a punk who uh, who nobody wanted. I was born with an umbilical cord wrapped around my neck with a blue face. Mm-hmm. They couldn't kill me then, and they can't kill me now. I was like, this is great. This yeah. is fucking awesome. I love it. Yeah, it, it really was awesome. a little is a little disjointed, but nah, it's the sum of the parts. Yeah, it's cool. It 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 worked out in the end, and I was I was freaking hyped. I'm not even from Chicago. And it was no, like I this just... is this is exactly what I I knew he was going to do. They're like. Well, how is he going to do it? I was like, he's going to fucking play through pain like every fucking, like every sports movie you've seen in your life. Yeah. That's what he's doing here. They'll definitely do a thing where he goes for a kick on Sunday and hurts his foot and then he'll fight through it. Like, this is the thing. He said, he said he was going to fight until the wheels fall off and then the wheels fell off. This is the story they're telling. He's yeah. saying the whole for the whole first year of punk. I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna fight for the fans until the wheels fall off, and the the wheel literally fell off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like it's yeah. it's there. He's been he's been working with those bum legs the whole time, man. Yeah, that's like the story of a lot of his matches. Are his, it's usually his knees, but yes. <laughs> now it's, now he's got a legit foot injury. So, but yeah, I can't wait. And yeah. so good. I, I don't know if I want to get into my theories on what's going to happen here when we talk oh, about do it. Do, 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 do. Fuck it. Well, I still think he's turning heel and uh, it's going to be FTR helping him out. Because Mox is, I love Mox. He might be my wrestler of the year, him or yeah. Dax. But yeah. he's like pretty much unbeatable right now. He's like yes. God right now. Yes. <laughs> and so yes. I think for Puck to actually win, he's going to need some help. And who are his best friends on the roster? FTR. And even during this past week and stuff, FTR on like podcasts and stuff were hyping up Punk, saying, "Oh, everyone backstage is they're they're lying. He's like the best and stuff." So I think that maybe even Wardlow because F- he's hanging around FTR again, and we got ourselves like new a new faction or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, here's one little thing that uh, that Tony Khan did say was that. Uh, there was a match booked that was going to be FTR and Punk versus Aussie Open and Will Ospreay. Yeah, that's what's happened at Forbidden Door, right? But then, well, uh, apparently he said uh, it was supposed to happen the week before Forbidden Door. Oh, okay. To to launch into it, sort of. Okay. But I, uh, but again, those injuries got in the way, mm-hmm. um, so they had to pivot. Yeah, and I know also, Punk says he really wants to wrestle Osprey. So. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I mean, Osprey honestly can't have a bad match at this point. Yeah. Like, personal opinions of the man aside, he is a top probably three wrestler in the world. Yeah, I know. Every time I watch him, I'm like, damn it, he's, he's so good. He's, he's like fantastic. <laughs> he's incredible. He yeah. he does things that no one else can do. Mm-hmm. He does things that no one else can do. You can't, like, he was just the flippy guy, so he, start, he started bulking up and started getting power offense i was just saying once he, he started, then he started getting striking offense yeah. and then he started oh god once he like, um moved up to the heavyweight in new japan is when he he like yeah he whole, the whole package level. came together 
yeah, a whole other level. He's not he's not the flippy guy anymore. Like he he far surpassed Ricochet mm-hmm. at that point. Like they were kind of like the same before, and then the sky's the limit for him. That one year he had, I, I want to say it's like four years ago, was absolutely incredible. That he had all through uh, Europe was great mm-hmm. he was he had a series of matches with uh with walter in yeah. europe that were just it was ott in brit Russ was mm-hmm. off the fucking chain that yeah a few years ago really good stuff and he had yeah. great ma- great matches with Pac too anyways let's talk to the let's talk about the first match of dynamite yeah <laughs> we're rewinding back in time um Surprisingly, an incredible match between Danielson and Jake fucking Hager. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Like everyone's like, here's a you watch a match like this, and you're like, why can't Hager do that every time? Yeah, no, because it's all the same moves he he executes all the time. But they were just it has to be Danielson just being able to put together a brilliant match, and I. It's funny. I listened to uh, I was talking about the day after Dynamite thing with Will Washington, and he said this about Sheeta. Everybody, every woman in AEW has their best match against Hikaru Sheeta. That's Danielson for the men's division. Everybody in a every man in AEW has their best match against Danielson. This match with Hager was phenomenal. Like it, it blew me out of the fucking water. Like and it wasn't like uh Danielson was making Hager look good with his offense or anything. Mm-hmm. Like H- Hager controlled ninety percent of the match. It was all Hager offense, which should be a fucking snooze fest, but it wasn't. I was on the, I was on the edge of my seat. Like yeah, good power offense. He slammed Danielson through a table. Um, he got he had really good catching offense. He caught Danielson off a. Plancha, maybe I yeah. don't know. He caught him really good, ragdolling him. Like I was, I'm watching this. I'm like, wait, is this? Are they doing Brock versus fucking Danielson right now? What's yeah. going on? It's like this. Although that was kind of the reverse, but I was like, holy shit. Um, and Danielson, my favorite part of the match, and I was like, this is fucking great. This needs to be what Hager does. Is Danielson was doing the, um, he was doing the uh, hammer and anvil elbows, and Hager caught his arm, captured it, and then rolled him into a pin. I was like, "That's one of the coolest things I've ever seen." And Jake mm-hmm. Hager did it, like it was all Hager. I was yeah. like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it was like, "Where's this guy been?" Yeah, I know. I think everyone had that sentiment too online. I kept seeing a bunch of people post like, wow, I can't believe I actually enjoyed a Jake Hager match. (laughs) And like, because of Hager, it wasn't like he was selling for Danielson. Like he got like a Cesar Bononi bumping for Moxley or something like that. It's like, no, Hager's out there doing cool shit. It was awesome. Eventually, uh, eventually Mox would win. He would choke him out. Good man. I think he choked him out. I don't even know. I know he had him uh, in the uh, No, he pinned him. I didn't see what he pinned him Did with. He, pin he had to have hit him with the paradigm shift then. I mean, that's his probably move. his knee. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I it was remember. 
great match. Like, mm-hmm. He did have him in the choke, but Hager was so long that he was able to reach the ropes. I was like, this they're giving Hager a lot here, man. And I kind of liked it <laughs> because like he should look badass. Mm-hmm. He should look like a badass in there. Um, yeah, his his wrestling skill, like the two wrestlers going at it on the mat, really translated. Um, then JAS runs out there. This brings out the BCC. Um, it's nice to Jared... see the BCC come help Danielson because last week they didn't help him at all when he got yes. beat. <laughs> yeah, it was a little weird. Um, and we did have uh, Lord William Regal on the on the call again, which was nice. Yeah. So he's the, the budding romance between him and Excalibur is awesome. It's great. He calls him like the man he's with the just mask. flirting, flirting <laughs> yeah. with him every time. I saw somebody post it's like I imagine they they just hold hands while they're both at commentary. Somebody uh, uh, tweets about it every week and just says uh, the uh, says like. William Regal flirting with Excalibur continued and just like adds to the story <laughs> each <awesome>. week. <laughs> um, yeah, so Jericho runs down from commentary as well with the chair. He's about to hit Danielson with it. Garcia, oh, we should talk about earlier. Garcia met up with Jericho and he said, You know what? I apologize. You are my mentor. I'm backing you 100%. It doesn't matter if that he was my favorite wrestler growing up. You are my mentor. I'm siding with you. So he comes when Jericho runs down with the chair to hit or and he also tells Jericho, you do not need to cheat. You're Chris Jericho. You're the Lionheart. You're a badass. You you don't need you don't need to be. Essentially a carny piece of shit. Um, So Jericho goes out there with the chair. Uh, Garcia grabs it, pulls it away. Um, Jericho's like, what the fuck, man? Turns around, Busaikuni right in the face. Yeah. Just gets laid out. And, and then, then Danielson walks past uh, yeah. uh, Garcia. Garcia just laughing. He's like, thanks, buddy. Yeah, he like pats him on the shoulder as he walks up the ramp. <laughs> um, I feel like, I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe Garcia turns on both of them. I don't know what, what the fuck's going on. But uh, this is very intriguing. And I love yeah. it because he because he had his his hand over his face, sort of like, oh, I fucked up. But he all, yeah. also when the psycho knee hit him, like he didn't really look upset. Yeah. Well, they are in Buffalo next week. So maybe <laughs> maybe they want him to join the BCC. So he gets that big old face reaction in Buffalo. Well, they I don't know. I think this match was announced because I've heard people talking about it. I think he's uh, getting the rematch against Wheeler Yuta for the uh, oh. for the pure title. Oh, well, then maybe he's not joining. I don't know. I think it's. I mean, no, I, I think I think he's winning it hmm. in Buffalo. I mean, that's being the Buffalo guy, being the Buffalo kid. Mm-hmm. That would be good. I think yeah. that match is happening. I've heard people talk about that match happening. So, um, yes. So that's fun. Yeah. This next segment was awesome, too. I liked it a lot. This was very surprising. Coming mm-hmm. back off a commercial break, we've got the wingman in the ring. I didn't even know fucking Peter Avalon was still employed by the company. I don't think he signed, I, but he's on Dark all the time. So I think they just get yeah. it. Like it I think just, they just pay him to be there. It's yeah, like, we're probably. not going to pay you a, a yearly salary. But he also, like he said, the, he said he's still with the company. 
So maybe he's they just like lowered his type of contract. Yeah, maybe because that he's paid by them, but he's not uh like he's like lower pay. I don't know, like like not quite as like is he on the roster page? He may still be on the roster page. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But he's there, and uh, they're there. I don't know what they were talking about. They're just talking about themselves or something, some shit. And then fucking Titan or not Titan Tron, the fucking screen goes. They go to show the screen. It says W Morrissey, and out comes fucking W Morrissey, big ass himself, mm-hmm. um, looking shredded, looking like fucking Test back in the day. He comes yeah. out and just destroys these guys. Hits uh, the blue collar badass with a big choke slam, which is impressive because he's damn near three hundred pounds. And then Peter Avalon rips off his shirt. Amazing, with the fucking yeah, hair. Looks up Look, to him. <laughs> looking, yeah, looking like absolutely certifiable. He he charges at him, gets caught, gets put up in a stalling one handed choke slam while he like. Points at his eyes, saying, "I'm watching you." Then fucking slams. Great, so fucking good. I didn't yeah. know why this was happening, but I was happy it was happening. And yeah. then outcome Stokely has has been walking out during this. I was like, "Oh, so Stokely's not done." Like, yeah. Okay, this is very interesting. I was like, Stokely's got himself a monster for his group. I love this. He hands the card, um, and. They're walking away, and Tony Schiavone comes up, looking like he has a mullet now. So that's amazing. Like he's got like a party in the front, long in the back, shaped yeah, sides. He's grown like he's he looks like he's going full midlife crisis. I say that as I'm wearing a battle jacket, so I shouldn't yeah. <laughs> shouldn't talk too much shit. But God, Lord, love a duck. Um, he. It was funny. He goes to ask uh, Stokely about these cards. Stokely says, it's none of your business. He says, well, actually, I work for this company, and so do you, so it is my business. And he grabs him by the collar. He's like, no, it's not my business! <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah, he goes crazy. And uh, W. Stokely... Morrissey just looks at Tony Schiavone and shakes his head like, what are you thinking? So they walk off, and I've heard that Stokely uh, made a tweet that said, something along the lines of uh not at all out all okay or something something like like something about and then deleted it yeah and um is this mjf's group oh man maybe that'd be nuts but stokely and mjf would be that'd be too much to handle my head would explode yeah i don't think so but like Stokely's building to something. Yeah, for sure. And it's cool. And he's almost like doing it against AEW in a way. Yeah. It's the new new world order. The new Yeah, Stokely it's like it's it's a it's like a <laughs> renegade sort of yeah. thing. He's not playing by their rules. He's Yeah. Yeah, like as far as we know, like kayfabe wise, Morrissey's not signed. Yeah. Um, it's 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 interesting and I like it a lot. Um, but Morrissey being in AW is it's awesome because he's a huge man in AW. Yes, they have they have a lot of big guys, but they don't have a lot of big guys. And yeah. I 
actually, I was legit shocked that I, cause I figured that's a WWE resign for sure, but should have been mm-hmm. absolutely should have been unless, uh, but that happened when Triple H was in charge, right? Releasing what? Morrissey or releasing Big Cass. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Like, I think Triple H was still around mm-hmm. when Big Cass. So, like, he may be, like, out on Big Cass forever. Who knows? That's true. But I know when Big Cass did get released, he was, like, he's sober now and stuff. And he was going through a lot. Yeah. Of- oh, yeah. He was. He tried to kill Joey Janela. Yeah, he may have been <laughs> hard to work with. He tried to shoot him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, yeah, and he did. Have, to... He did have trouble with the WWE locker room. He did. Yeah, like he people turned on him. Yeah, so, but I know he's sober now. He looks incredible now. So, oh, like he looks great, and he's not. He would not be the first person. Um, in wrestling and to go through WWE that had substance abuse that people love. So yeah, for sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, I hope this is an MJF stable. I hadn't, I kind of thought about it when Stoke was first getting people, but then I hadn't thought about it in a while, but man, that'd be awesome. The rest of the people don't really fit with him. Maybe, I don't know. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting, right? Mm-hmm. It's like uh, maybe like MJF working behind the scenes to build up his his own little army. But like, I love Morrissey being the heavy for a faction. Uh-huh. It's so good. He's a perfect heavy. He looks really, really good. He looks he looks like such a throwback to like old WWE. Yeah, and and I mean like old WWE. Yeah, like, I know. Like late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, like it just there's something about him. It's like, oh, this is different. This yeah. is different. Like even Jake Hager looks lean. Like he doesn't look like like Morrissey looks fucking terrifying. Yeah, and he's I think he's legit seven foot. Yeah, that was his catchphrase when he was with Enzo. Is and he's seven foot, and you can't teach that. Okay, so next... As match, long as they don't ever bring in oh. Enzo, I'm okay. Oh, I fucking hate Enzo. <laughs> like, he, maybe he's a good guy, but he can't wrestle. There's no point. Yeah, if he no, can't I don't wrestle, think he's a good guy. Well, Maybe, I, I have no idea. I don't know him, but I, I know he had those allegations for a while that he like beat up his girlfriend, but I think the charges were dropped, so I don't know. But yeah, I just don't knows? really like him. But. No, it's like, not worth it. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. He's not a good wrestler. He's bad. Yeah. He's bad at the job. Like, there's no yeah. point. He could talk, like, but it gets old. As I said, the, as I said, the the bare minimum for being a regular on AW is very, very high. Mm-hmm. The the low the lower card, like guys who like didn't get a uh, guys who didn't even get a win for fucking like three years. Baron Black is fucking good. Mm-hmm. is really fucking good. Like, uh, the blue-collar badass is a fucking phenomenal wrestler. Um, uh, Peter, you know what I like about his character in AEW, J.D. Drake? Yeah. Is that he does the wingman stuff, but then they also have his workhorseman tag yeah. team in there, too. Yeah, which is completely different. Yeah. <laughs> like, Peter Avalon can work. Tony Nese is a 
is a lower card guy and he's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you can't be average. You can't just be good. Yeah. Like it doesn't work. And if you're just good, you got to be great somewhere else like Danhausen. Yeah, for sure. Like you got to have something special. Sorry, fish. You don't have it. Enzo. Pfft, no, hey, this, this podcast has turned into the burying of Bobby. Fish. <laughs> no, I, I don't i don't even hate bobby fish i think he's good it's it's just the people who are like this is a mistake i'm like is it i no one cared about bobby fish it's just people that like to complain about stuff yeah it's like it's like what do you mean bobby fish is a mistake letting him go have you seen the roster yeah who the fuck else would you let go you can't complain about it being a bloated roster and then and then uh, say like losing Bobby Fish is a is a mistake. Come on now. Yeah, he's good, but he's forty five. Yeah, he's older than that. He's like four hundred forty five. If you look on yes, Twitter, yes, that man's a vampire. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I I watched uh fucking what we do in the shadows. He was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's at the a, vampire club. He's Bobby the Relentless. Yeah. Have you watched the new season of What We Do in the Shadows? It's been great. No, it's not in Canada yet. It will be. Uh, it's it's I highly recommend it. The season's been great. We literally just finished uh season three last night. Oh, okay. it, it was incredible. Season mm-hmm. three was phenomenal. Yeah, it was. It really came into its own. Um Yeah, so Sheeta and Storm versus Hater and Baker was very good. It, this match was awesome. It was on in the first hour, which is great. I still wish yep. they... I yep. mean, we say this every week. I wish they'd have more than one women's match. But... Of course. We sound like broken records. But this match is great. All four of these uh, women work well together. People aren't going to fucking turn off the show if you put on another women's match. That's what kills me. It's like your your ratings stay between 950 and a million every for like a fucking year. Putting another women's match on isn't going to change that. Yeah. Anyway. Especially like if you, your second women's segment was like Jade. Everyone loves Jade. Like they're not going to change yeah. the show when Jade's on. No, they're not. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Don't give people a reason to think that you hate women. I don't for understand. Sure. Just don't, sure. don't make that narrative for yourself. And that's what he's doing right now. Yeah. I don't, I do not so believe easily... that be fixed like if you just started putting like just one more women's match like people would be like oh okay cool i do not believe that he hates women don't make it look like you hate women mm-hmm. it's it's so easy anyways this match was cool um Shida yeah. was great in it she got always great she picked up more. the pin which means that she's losing at the paper oh for sure fine. as soon as i saw that i was like i i think it's tony time yeah here for me I my money's on Tony, and I want Tony or Hater. That's who I want too. I don't want. I like Britt Baker. I'm not one of the people online that hate Britt Baker, but oh she, no, she's, she's like just, the the top person. Like she doesn't need the title. No, yeah, she she. You don't need it. You have her go against the person with the title. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's what you want. Um, yeah, you want I, to I, boost somebody new. You want to boost somebody new, and Tony Storm's right there. And the thing is, Tony Storm was going to take the belt off of Rosa anyways. For sure. So now you can do Tony Storm wins the title, and then when Rosa comes back, she faces Rosa again, and then Tony Storm wins. Yeah. So 
you still get that match. Like, I don't think uh, Tony Khan is like, oh, Rose is gone. Uh, fuck Tony. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to happen. Um, it's Tony Storm's time. Plus, uh, you want to, as much as people like to say, oh, they just put over the WWE people, you also have to kind of put over the WWE people because you want to give them a reason to come to your company if you want them, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah you do have to a bit. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Tony Storm is just such a star, and you she can tell that you can tell they've so been you can tell they've been building her. Yeah, like uh, super, super well, and like her, better. The sweet hip music, or whatever she calls it, was sweet cheeks music. I still don't know how she doesn't kill people, but <laughs> yeah, the combos they had in this match were fantastic. Yeah. Um. Uh, she'd uh. Sheeta pinning Baker was a nice surprise. Baker eating that pin was good. Um, I really liked it. I really liked it. The good match. The crowd was into it. Um, mm-hmm. great Chicago crowd as always. Yeah, yeah just just yeah, solid, I, solid, solid match. I always think like, why do they always go back to Chicago? But then you get, the crowds are always into it there. So I said, it's, the, it's their base. It's their base, man. Yeah, and I it's think the, they always sell out when they go there. So. That's what I hope it for in Toronto. Speaking of which, holy fuck, was it hard to get tickets for Toronto? Oh, I bet. I don't want to talk about how much money I spent getting tickets <laughs> for Dynamite in Toronto. I am an irresponsible human being. Yeah, but you don't know when they're going to come back. It's it's good. That's work. my thing. I've been waiting for fucking like three and a half years, yeah, maybe longer for this to happen. Like uh, I was going to that show. Mm-hmm. And I didn't pay that much more. I paid like a just like a hundred or a little over a hundred dollars more than the ticket was at face value. Uh-huh. So like I thought it was going to be like eight hundred dollars more. Are you on the front row? No, no, I'm not. Uh-huh. This is the thing. Like the Toronto tickets were much more expensive than the uh, United States tickets. I don't know why. Maybe it's because they know um, that they've got the market cornered here. Yeah. Or like a, it's a 7,000 seat arena or 7,000 seats that they had. So that's maybe a little less than they have in the other ones. Maybe it's just more expensive to run this arena. I don't know. But when I priced out Minnesota, Minnesota said it would be $67. And then I went to buy this one and I don't, and it was like over a hundred dollars. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> that Canadian exchange rate. I don't think it's not that bad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> fuck you. More than double. Yeah. That's um, crazy. Yeah. I was like, what, why, why do we pay more? Anyways. Um, but yeah, so I got in, there was a pre-sale on Thursday, which pisses me off because they don't tell you there's going to be a pre-sale. And I signed up for alerts for that event and I didn't get any alert saying there was going to be a fucking pre-sale. That's why I signed up for the alerts. <laughs> um, anyways, I think the damn fucking dynamite sold out in the pre-sale on Thursday, the day before the tickets went on sale on Friday. Damn. So uh, I went to buy tickets and I got through the queue and there was like fucking four tickets left, all for like fifteen hundred dollars. I was like, no. And then they were gone. 
like 10 seconds later, they boom, people just paid $1,500. I was like, oh, my Lord. And I was in the queue like before 10 o'clock. It was wild. So then I went to StubHub and I was like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> sorry. First, first I bought tickets for Rampage because I was sad. I was like, I have to buy Rampage tickets. Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, this sucks. And then I looked on StubHub. I was like, it's only $100 more. I was like, I thought it was going to be a lot more. It's like, well, I'll do it. It's a, it's a special occasion. So, uh, right now, I can't get rid of this. I can't get rid of the rampage. So apparently, I'm going to both. Heck yeah! They're not so doing the is... thing where they they film it at the same time. No, uh, rampage is airing on Thursday. Well, weird. What's happening yeah. on Friday? I guess uh, there's a concert or something. On the Friday, uh, I got you. So, like, it's not airing right after the show, but it's, yeah. So I'll I'll be there, different seats, but it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, it's what was I? How did I get here? Why we just finished the women's about? match. Now we have the Miro promo. Yeah, I was talking about crowds and stuff. About, oh, the Chicago uh, crowd, how they're always into it. You were hoping... Yeah, like... Uh, you were hoping like, like that. Yes, I'm hoping because they sold out the fucking day before the tickets went on sale mm-hmm. that they'll be like, oh, okay, maybe we go back to Toronto. Because also, Toronto crowds are hot. Yeah, the WWE was just there. And that was like the best crowd I've seen them have in a long time. <laughs> Toronto crowds are notoriously hot. And when I went to that... Uh, oh, fuck. My shirt got caught on my nail. Um... When I went to uh, that show that Eddie Kingston was at, mm-hmm. unbeknownst to me while he was suspended, um, he's talking about like when he lost to the to the champion of that show. Like he was just like, "Oh yeah, all the like I haven't lost to too many people in my career. Well, I have, but the people I lost to are badasses." And he mentioned CM Punk's name, and everyone in the crowd just started chanting, "Fuck CM Punk! Fuck CM Punk!" <laughs> I was like, "God damn!" I was That's like, hilarious. "Toronto's hot, Jesus!" Yeah. <laughs> and because this was this was like three two days after or three days after uh, CM Punk had just uh, buried hangman mm-hmm. going going into business for himself live on the air mm-hmm. and the fans still had not forgiven punk for that they were yeah. pissed i was like this is a fucking random indie show yeah and the, this fucking like sold out crowd in this fucking little like local hockey rink is fucking ripping this man that's funny. fickle fickle indeed fickle anyways that this uh this match is good Mm-hmm. Um, Miro, Sting, and Darby apparently are on the pay per view now. Yeah, against House of Black. Against if, House of Black. Um, if Malachi Black's still in the company, if rumors are to be believed, I'm just messing around. But <laughs> yeah, he's uh, what was it? Sean Ross Sepp said, "Yeah, no, he's he's not that guy." Yeah, is that what happened? Raj I don't know. Ge- I, didn't, I didn't see who Sean Ross Sepp said, but raj geary is the is the one saying that is another guy saying that somebody asked for their release mm. and was and was not granted and he would yeah. he said more on this later but he's not really a rumor guy he hasn't been terribly right with his rumors like when he has something he has something because he has sources <laughs> like his rumors aren't always the best from what i've seen he's okay it's just like, 
But that zero guy is full shit. Mm-hmm. He even said unsubstantiated. He said unconfirmed rumor. Uh, <laughs> uh, one of these three guys uh, asked for their release. I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. This man has been saying uh, Bray's going to show up for like four months. Yeah. Before, oh, that's the same guy before Vince that. left. Yeah. He also said, uh, this is the guy that said AEW is losing their second hour. Like, this guy is full of shit. And even Sean Ross Sapp said, no. (laughs) Seems like he just tweets whatever comes to his mind or whatever he thinks he wants to happen or something. Yeah, he's he's getting engagement on Twitter. I don't know what he gets from it. Mm -hmm. Maybe a a boner. I don't know. Maybe he gets a boner. Maybe he gets a little little (laughs) erection. Yeah. Anyways, the interesting match. Um, we have Sting, Darby, and Miro. Didn't see that coming. Miro mm-hmm. once killed Darby. Yeah. Well, uh, what Sting in the promo said, like, the enemy of my enemy is our friend. It's showtime. Yeah. <laughs> it's showtime. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dad's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did yeah, you see that video a... of Darby launching his truck over the dirt thing? No, but I'm sure he, like, it looked yeah. painful. Yeah, he he legit tried to get Sting to do it with him. <laughs> with Sting in the video, just shaking his head and saying no. You could just hear him talking and stuff, and like <laughs> they're just like, "What the heck? <laughs> Why was Sting even there?" I don't know. I, I bet him and Darby have become friends. I don't know. <laughs> That's great. I love yeah. the idea that they're friends. Mm-hmm. Like Sting just running around doing the Hulk Hogan point. Yeah. <laughs> That's always so weird to me because that was Hogan's thing, mm-hmm. and I guess maybe Scott Hall did it too. But like, why was Sting doing it? Sting I think Sting picked it up when he was in NWO Wolfpack. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, he's he's still doing. It's just the most dad fucking thing I've ever seen. In yeah. My life. yeah, it's so funny when you see it, when he does it. It's so weird. But I mean. Excited for this match because I know Sting's going to jump off something high because that's what he yes. wants to do now. <laughs> yes, he will. Yes, he will. Um, yeah, so then we had uh, Punk came out, did his, accepted the, uh, the yeah. challenge. Um, Monks, did, Monks oh, did come back out at one point as well. And yeah, I remember like, what he said though. Pretty much just said, like, I'm still going to kick your ass or something. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, oh, this is what you want? All right. He's like, TikTok, let's see if you can uh, beat one minute. And uh, he wasn't in the ring for more than one minute, and then he got yeah. back out again. I was like, okay. I do kind of like that they're doing this running through line in these yeah. episodes, two weeks in a row. More of this, please. That's cool. I want the main story of the episode to do that. Through. Yeah, it's cool. It makes the show have a more like cohesive it gives us thing. the show a storyline. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's fun. Um yeah. And it can run into other people's matches. And the stuff that they did with Tony Nese the week before, where Mox came out and punched Tony Nese in the back of the yeah. head. Yeah. Fucking glorious. I need mm-hmm. more of that. That popped me huge. Um, we got a a backstage interview with uh, JR, I, be- I believe, was interviewing Christian and Jungle Boy. Yeah. And um, Christian says, no, I didn't want to be your dad. I didn't want to be any of this stuff. Yes, I did trick you. I'm just in it for the money. It's all business. And Jungle Boy said, yeah, I 
I saw you as a father figure. And yes, I did. I do miss my dad and you were filling that type of thing for me. And uh, guess what? You're not going to be... You're not going to be wrestling Jungle Boy this weekend. You're going to be fighting Jack Perry. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. That's dope as hell. That This is where they do it. This is where he drops the Jack Perry on us. Yeah. I loved that. And one, this is one thing that... And this is the type of... Uh, like the booking mind that I love from Tony Khan. Um, one thing... He, he, it was part of his answer for something else. Where... Uh, I think they were talking about Rampage. Anyway, it was one of his meandering answers where he was saying that he doesn't, why he doesn't just put uh, certain people in, in uh, like title, title matches and whatnot. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can't just put, I couldn't just put uh jungle boy in a title match or have him do that, that type of stuff. Because right now he's not concerned about wins and losses. What he's doing right now is very personal. Yeah, like it would it would feel weird to put him in like uh, in a tournament for a belt, or it would feel weird to put him in a feud for a belt. Because right now he's in a grudge match with a guy who's making fun of his father. And so it's like this is that's good. So so like he said like when certain guys got hurt like Adam Cole or whatever, you can't just slot a jungle boy into that spot because that's not where his head's at right now. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's the type of thinking that we haven't had in wrestling booking in a while before it'd be like, well, this guy's status in the company is equal. So we'll just slide him in that spot. Yeah. And then it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense for that character's thinking the way that character's head's working right now. He's he doesn't care about wins and losses right now or or titles. Oh, here's my new dog that I just got last weekend. He's here now. He's adorable. He's a chow mix. And he's big and he's fat. And <laughs> I love him. And he doesn't really bark. He just kind of yelps. <laughs> he is so attached to my girlfriend. He just follows her around all day long. Mm-hmm. He's kind of attached to me. Okay, so next we had Wardlow and FTR squash a team that had Silas Young in it, but he didn't get into the match. I totally which was kind of funny. Because <laughs> I was like, "Are they really going to squash Silas Young?" And the answer was no. They're just gonna. Okay, he's that's him. If you hear him, that's because uh, my girlfriend went into the bathroom and he wants to go in. <laughs> that's what he does. He just. <laughs> He just yelps at the bathroom. But yeah, he's a rescue. He's from Texas. His name is Galveston. Nice. Uh, Dang, yeah, so down by Brian. He, he made a long way up to where you are. It was a fucking twenty hour drive. Yeah. It took him it took him three days to pee. Jesus. <laughs> like it was fifty hours. We took him to the emergency vet. Because mm-hmm. he hadn't he hadn't peed in or that we could visually see him having mm-hmm. peed for for fifty hours. So we took him there because you don't your dog can get sick and they're like nah it looks like he secret peed somewhere because hmm. it's not it's not that full but that now he's comfortable and he's he's doing his business good. so that's good he's he's very happy but okay so yeah weird squash match i don't know why that was on the show uh, probably honest. just a 
get them on the show before the pay-per-view. But Jay Lethal or anyone didn't come out, but Sanjay yeah. Dutt was in the back taking notes. So. Yeah, I was just like, so the other guys are going to run out? And they're like, no. Just, yeah. I was like, oh, what? what What was the point then? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we know they're in a match. I mean, could you have brought Motor City Machine Guns out? Because they've yeah. never been on Dynamite. It seems yeah. kind of weird that you just threw them in and they have no rhyme or reason to be there. Yeah, I guess it's just that they're friends with Jay Lethal is the whole thing. <laughs> Are they? That's what Sanjay Dutt said when he announced it. I mean, they were all like in the Impact exhibition. <laughs> yeah, but th- this is what I'm saying. It's like, like, I don't know if they're all friends. We haven't even <laughs> fucking seen them. Maybe they're friends. Do they know they're in the match? I hope so. <laughs> I'm excited for to see him though. That match is gonna be awesome. Yeah, it's like so I don't good. know. It's like when when they when they came out, they're just like, oh, so we're gonna see Motor City Machine Guns come out and like do a stare down or something, mm-hmm. and they didn't. It's like, um, it's like the the pay per views in Chicago. I feel like you could have flown them there a little early and yeah. just had them do the spot. It's not like they're busy. Well, maybe that'll actually, happen on Friday. Oh, actually, you might be right. I'm sure Jay Lethal has got a match. He had to yeah. does lots of matches on Fridays. Okay, then we had uh, yeah, Mox did his thing. We we saw that. Oh, we had Uno and Ten in the back. Ten saying that in their match this past Friday he got hurt, so he's on crutches saying that, and Uno saying that he will take. And we had uh, what's his name doing the interview here? We hadn't seen him in a while. Um, Marvez. Yeah, Alex Marvez was there. That was fun. I love. Mm-hmm. I like Marvez doing his awkward little interviews in the back. I miss yeah. whenever he was like, who's he stalking all the time? Was it Jericho? Kenny. You know, it's just Kenny. A Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> he just always find Kenny in random spots. That was awesome. He showed up at Kenny's house mm-hmm. and uh, Don Callis was like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Kenny called me. He's like, okay, fine. Come in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Uno says that he'll be taking the spot of Ten in the match, and uh, that's that. And then uh, Andrade walks in. And he says, "Mr. Ten, you're a good-looking man. What your your uh, stable used to have some cachet in this company. It used to be something. What happened to all your power? Take off that mask. Show your pretty face. Look at you. Look like an Adonis." And then. Uh, and then he hands a bunch of money to Uno. And he says, I purchased this man. Yeah, I, just, I love that Andrade still just tries to buy people. <laughs> and uh, Uno says, no, we are the misfit toys. You take that money back. And they said, fuck you. And he beats him with uh, Ten's crutch. crutch. And, and then, then uh, did Jose tase Ten? I think he threatened to tase Ten. Okay. That, I just or ten that or Ten didn't sell it. Yeah, I think he may have threatened him. I just saw him pull out a taser. I was like, that's hilarious. I love Jose. <laughs> you just tased a man in a fucking walking boot. <laughs> Jose is funny. I like it. Yeah. But yeah, I thought he tased him too. And then it's like, why is Ten just sitting there like nothing happened? Yeah, I think he may have just threatened him. Like, don't move or you'll get tased. <laughs> but yes. And then, uh, so then immediately I was like, okay, this is the hangman thing. And then we have uh, the we have an interview. We have somebody else caught up with Silver and Reynolds, and they're like, "So Ten's out. 
Uno has been taken out. Um, what does that mean for you guys for the trios tournament? And they say, you know what? We're not going to give up. We're going to, we'll go uh, three on two if we have to. And then Hangman walks in. As I said, he was going to find a way to do. Uh-huh. I said this was going to happen from day fucking one. He comes in. He said, if you guys need a partner, I'm your Huckleberry. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's in it now. So that's dope. And Silver's like, well, I don't get to. He's like, I don't, I don't have the the booking pen, so I have to go ask the boss. And then, yeah. literally a second later, they pull up the graphic with Hangman. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> like, at least wait five minutes. Yeah, at least wait till. Yeah, it was literally <laughs> the next frame. Back. Literally yeah. the next frame, they pulled it up, and it was. Hey, I, was I was like, okay. At least try and suspend my disbelief, mm-hmm. but it's funny. I love when they do that. Yeah. Like, how did the graphics department whip up this moving graphic so quick? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Good shit. Um, yeah. So then we had the main event, and this was fucked. Yeah, this was amazing. I don't even know this how is... to like describe what happened in this you match because there's you a can't. lot. <laughs> you can't. It was Kenny and the Bucks versus Aussie Open and Will Ospreay. And Kenny and Will Ospreay showed why they're probably arguably two of the three best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. Kenny is yeah. the best wrestler in the world. And Ospreay begrudgingly is in the top three. Mm-hmm. He's better than Seth Rollins. I don't care, Seth. Sorry. He's better. He's better <laughs> than Seth Rollins. I'm sorry. He just did. He can do things that Seth Rollins can't do. Um, yes. Uh, this match was phenomenal. Everybody was on their game. Kenny and Osprey start the match right away in the match yeah, they don't together. Even try to tease the build to them facing each other. No. And like Kenny's like, all right, here we go. Ring the bell. Osprey fucking Yakuza kicks him across the ring. <laughs> yeah. like, he was like, oh, here we go. This shit was wild. We got to talk about I, Kenny's intro, though. Uh, oh, my Roberts God, yes. Rebe- just burying Osprey is hilarious. Yeah, it's just very funny burying Osprey. Um, yeah, absolutely. And they, they, uh, there's a tweet of just that segment of him burying Osprey. And underneath it, a comment from Kevin Nash saying, yeah. this is my new favorite wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with the wrestling. It was like, this is my new favorite wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> he likes that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this match was fucking great. Kenny looked, he was going at like 100% until... Uh, Osprey and the Aussie Open started targeting the injury, ripped off the shirt, revealed the the tape on his shoulder and his ribs, like and then they start targeting man. it. <laughs> start throwing him around. And I love right now that, and I think this is purposeful, Kenny doesn't have any spray tan on, so he looks pale, he looks gaunt. Yeah. Yeah. Compared to every, he looks sickly compared to everyone else. Yeah. And, that, and he used to be all spray tanned. He would often come out and you would see like the dye on him. <laughs> yeah. So he's clearly doing this on purpose because he looks he looks ill, but he only looks ill compared to these sausage people. 
that he's out there wrestling with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this yeah he, was he's a, probably just a normal skin tone, but compared to other pro wrestlers, he looks really yeah, good. Yeah, compared to wrestlers, he looks like <laughs> hot dogs. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did a... He fucking went to do the uh, the Snapdragon suplex and fucking Osprey did the flip and landed mm-hmm. on his feet. And I damn near expired when he yeah. did that. I was like, God, what the fuck are you doing? And then they had that amazing segment where, um, where yeah, that happened. And then he launched Kenny out of the ring. And then he goes to do the, the Terminator dive. But Kenny... No, he doesn't do the Terminator dive. He goes to do the Sasuke special, which she calls something else. Mm-hmm. But uh, he does the Sasuke special. But Kenny knows it's coming. He just steps back so that he misses him, catches him. Bam. Uh, Snapdragon. Snapdragon on the floor. Yeah. Incredible. And fucking Osprey hit the fucking Melter driver. But it was a 450 Meltzer driver off the yeah. top rope, and he basically he he planted him with his head. Yeah. yeah, like I've never seen anything like that in my life. So fucking cool. Osprey does fucked shit in the <laughs> ring. He's a he's a sick man like Kenny, dropping himself on his head all the time. Yeah, and Ibushi. Hopefully, he comes back. He's somebody who I think could show up. I don't know at the pay per view. I think he's still hurt, maybe. though, isn't he? Maybe. I, th- I think we're not going to know until he shows up. That's true. I yeah, think whenever he shows up, it's going to be like, oh shit, Abushi. Mm-hmm. Who really like, knows? I, I, I think they're just going to kayfabe it. He doesn't, he never talks anyways, mm-hmm. unless he's fucking taking on the Yakuza <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Just make Kota Ibushi the main character of the next Yakuza game. He'd be perfect. He's such a himbo, he'd be perfect for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, fish out of water guy. Like, mm-hmm. like, taking on the... Yeah, this match was amazing. This is a five-star match. For sure. Easy. Which, easy. It's easy, crazy, easy. crazy that Aussie Open was a... Or a, a United Empire, because last week their match with Death Triangle was just as amazing. Yeah. For sure. And this is, I'm not surprised because Will Ospreay is that good and Aussie Open is that good. And I've been saying that for what felt like five years with Aussie Open. Mm-hmm. Aussie Open was my favorite tag team, not in any major promotion for yeah. a long time. Like when I said my favorite tag team, it was often them because the, I've seen them live. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. They were in Toronto one time, and they were cool. And they're the hoss of their team almost ripped my arm out of the socket because I went to give him a high five, but he was the heel, and he just mm-hmm. damn near <laughs> sent my arm across the room like I'm in that cartoon primal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like oh my god. Anyways, let's run through the card for this pay per view and maybe give our predictions. Okay, that that sounds fun, right? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so the fucking first match in the the buy-in. What are they calling it? They call it the Zero Hour or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Zero Hour, they call it. Pre-show. Is Tomohiro Ishii versus Eddie Kingston. God what damn. the fuck? Yeah. Thank you, Eddie and and uh, Sammy Guevara, for getting in a little pissing match, because now we get yeah. this match, and I'm happier. Um, then yeah. we have... 
Pack defending the All Atlantic Championship against Kip Sabian, who had a promo on the show. Mm-hmm. I didn't mention Pac's it, winning, but it, though. I think Pox winning. Pack, but it was good. It was yeah, it was, really it was good. very good. Yeah, I'm Did all you in see on Kip moving Sabian. graphic. Kip Sabian's moving graphic too. No, does it have he the like box? His, yeah, he takes the box off in his moving graphic. It's cool. <laughs> oh, that's great. Here's yeah. the thing: is that I kind of wish. He wasn't facing Pac because he can't beat Pac. And I don't want Kip Sabian to get buried. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because this new character of his is cool. I like it. They could do a thing where Pac wins, but Kip gets the upper hand at the end or something. So he's Yeah, maybe because like, right, like the fans popped for his reveal mm-hmm. when he when he dropped Pac. And it looked he looked good. Like yeah. uh he I want him to, to do well. And that's somebody in, you in you've AW. admitted to not liking beforehand. So no, like I, I wanted to like him, but he I felt he was kind of boring. He was like default Brit rest guy. Yeah, just didn't do a lot for me. But as as this confident heel, yes, like he was the goofy heel before. Yeah, but like he he looks like a evil like supervillain kind of guy now, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm here for it. He looks like he could be the bad guy in Riverdale. Yeah, yeah, that he does. <laughs> and I, I like it. It's funny. Then we have Hook versus Angelo Parker. This was set up on Dark, I think. Yeah, um, they've been talking about Hook for a couple weeks, and then Hook finally yeah. just said, yeah, I don't care. Whenever they, they asked him if he wanted a match. Yeah, they uh, they challenged him on Dark in an interview segment. So I like that they're doing stuff like that on Dark. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Hook's totally winning. But... <laughs> like Angelo Par- they they said like if we took away your hair gel who would you be <laughs> <laughs> would you still be a badass mm-hmm. like we want to find out it was, it was like okay this is funny and they said they're going to go for his title they're not going to get it but this is going to be a good match yep. um, then we have Danielson versus- oh wait we haven't been saying who, we're- who we think are going to win so Ishii versus Eddie Kingston who's your pick uh, Kingston. Yeah, it's Kingston. Um, I'm Man. gonna go with Sabian for the pack match. I was gonna say pack. Yeah, I'm so. gonna go with Sabian because maybe he's got some shenanigans going on there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, then Hook, obviously. Yeah, it's Hook. Okay, now here's where we get to the 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 crazier stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho, which is a crazy match. They have not faced each other very often. This is crazy. yeah. I think the last time they wrestled each other was like 2013 or something like that. I think they've only had like one singles match or yeah. something like that. Well, they Danielson's first match on WWE TV when they did the NXT when it was like the react, like the game show, right? Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, yeah. they wrestled on that, but I don't know if they've wrestled since then. <laughs> and that was 2009. So <laughs> yeah. So who do you who do you got here? Danielson, this is this is a tough one. It is a tough one, but Danielson hasn't won on pay per view in a while. So yeah, because Chris Danielson. Jericho's often portrayed strong, regardless yeah. of. But I'm going Danielson as well, because I think that just works better for the storyline. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, maybe like I don't know, Garcia's gonna get involved. I think it's somehow, but maybe post match. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, next one: Tony Storm, Britt Baker, Jamie Hader, Hikaru Shida. Tony Storm. 
Me as well. <laughs> okay. I'm going Storm. The order I want to win. Storm, Hater, Sheeta, Baker. Is like who I want. How do I want? Like yeah, I'm, to go. I am. Uh, yeah, the exact same. That's exactly it. Yeah. Okay. Next. This one is actually very hard to call. This is House of Black versus Darby, Sting, and Miro. This is a yeah, very hard one to call. I don't know. Because, like, I who know. do you have? Who do you have take a loss here? Yeah, no one. Darby, can... Darby can lose. Yeah, Darby can lose. Maybe that—that's how they do it. But like, because Miro can't really take a loss. And I guess no, if I mean, you have, uh, if you have Darby or Sting, take the loss, then Miro can still continue on with this feud. Yeah, because we got to get to a Miro Malachi Black singles match at some point. Yeah, they they barely interacted, which is fun. Yeah, here's what I want to: How the fuck did he get Malachi's match or mask that one time? You know what I'm talking about, like on oh when he brought it out. Yeah, I don't know. I think that might have been Buddy Matthews' mask that he took. Oh, okay. That he beat him down. Yeah, because he brought it out from the from the back. Yeah, or oh, maybe it was Malachi's mask. I don't know. It was like God you just go into Malachi's uh, into his <laughs> locker room, and it's like got your like I, I got I got got your combo right. Here's mm-hmm. here's the mask. It's weird. Then we have Jade Cargill versus Athena. This is an interesting one. Who do you got? I'm going Athena. I am also going Athena. I think this is where Jade loses it. I think so too. I think we've. I think this. That's probably where we both. If we're gonna lose an easy, an easy pick here, that's the. This is the one yeah, where we lose. I just <laughs> because we've talked about it a couple times. Like I don't want Jade to lose, but then also, like we said, you start running into the Goldberg problem, where it's like if she wins too much, then like what do you do with her after she loses? Yeah, and like then it's like, who do you find to find who's finally uh, mm-hmm. capable of beating her? And yeah. it could be Statlander, but that's too long. Yeah, because she just had surgery. Unless they want to do the thing where Jade wins both championships, that'd be cool too. But I think it's Athena's time. And yeah, I've actually been thinking about it. This is probably my oddly enough my most excited match for the show: Jade yeah. versus Athena. Just because Athena, I really like Athena's very good. She could she could bring out a fantastic mm-hmm. match out of Jade. Yeah. Um, did you say who you were picking for the uh, for the six man? Previous. Oh, I say House of Black. I'm just going House of Black. I have no rhyme or reason, just House of Black. <laughs> I would I would I also say House of Black, but that partly because partly because of the Miro thing, but also because it kind of puts them in contention for the uh for the six, six man. man. Yeah. And Darby Sting and Miro won't be. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, cuz now they're going to have to have six man rankings too. <laughs> exactly. Which is cool. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. Then we have... Plus... Oh, never mind. Go ahead. Nope. Okay, fine. Jungle Boy versus Christian. I'm going Christian Cage because of uh, Luchasaurus. He comes back from suspension and turns on Jungle Boy. Yes. Um, hmm. 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 I'm also going to go Christian Cage because he just looks like such a shit that he looks <laughs> like he's not going to win. Which yeah. makes me think he's going to win. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's got a card up his sleeve. Like, Jungle Boy's too confident. He, Jungle Boy has had the upper hand so far, mm-hmm. which makes me think Christian's going to win. 
Yeah, Chris is totally winning. Yeah, yeah. he's going to do... If it's not Luchasaurus helping him, it's going to be some other super devious way he's going to beat Jungle Boy. Yes. Because this is just a straight-up match, right? Yeah, it's a singles match. It's not even yeah. like a no, no DQ match or anything. No, it is not. Okay. This crazy fucking six-man match with Wardlow, FTR versus Jay Lethal and Motor City Machine Guns. I'm saying Wardlow and FTR because they yeah, it's have easy and stuff. Easy. And I think what's going to happen is because, you know, they're bringing in the Motor City I can't talk. Motor City Machine Guns. I think they're probably do a thing where they like realize Jay Lethal's an asshole like throughout the match and just kind of leave. <laughs> or they turn on him or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. We have Claudio Casino. The Casino ladder match. This is a this is an, a crazy one. So we're gonna have two predictions here. Claudio mm-hmm. versus Wheeler Yuta versus Penta El Zero Miedo versus Ray Phoenix versus Roosh versus Andrade versus Dante versus to be determined the Joker. Yeah. So who do you think the Joker is? I think the Joker Samojo. Yes, I think my dark horse for that. I th- also think it's Samojo, but my dark horse would be maybe Darius. That makes sense because everyone else is on a team. Like there's two exactly. teams. Like exactly. Makes yeah. Yeah. That that's the only reason why I have no indication that he's healthy. Yeah. He did have uh, some serious injuries, which you got a car accident, right? Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he got in a car accident or got hit yeah. by a car or something bad. Yeah. Um, so he's probably not there, but it's just so weird that everybody is a tag team. Mm-hmm. Except for him. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. huh. But this is also just like, wow, these are all our, these are some big stars and we don't have them on the show, so we got to put them on the show. <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, it's interesting because he's kind of fucked. He's going to get mm-hmm. fucking tossed around there by a bunch of different teams. Oh, yeah. And he's going to do something ridiculous off a ladder, too, though. But so oh, is Ray I Phoenix. I cannot wait. This match is going to be great. This match is You know, is Claudio's swinging somebody and the ladder at the same time. Yeah, he maybe he'll just swing the ladder around and just crack, 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 yeah, crack. Do the ter- Do the Terry Funk spot. Yeah. Then we have Swerve in our glory versus... Oh, wait. Who do you think is winning? Sorry. Uh, oh shit! I don't know. This That's a tough, a tough one, one, eh? This is a if tough it's Samojo. If it's Samojo, I'm just gonna say Samojo, just because. Yes, I want to because they get a world title shot, and Samojo versus Team Punk would be dope, and Samojo versus Moxley would be dope too. So, I'll just say that yes. Samojo. But I... also, any guy, I would not be upset if they won. If Samojo is in there, Samojo. If it's anyone else in the company. Andrade. Yeah, Andrade would be good. Andrade, Pinto would be like, cool, too. Like a singles they Pinto seem run like would be keeping dope. Andrade and Roosh strong. They are. They are. So I could see that. I don't think Claudio wins. Because I think no. he's going to hold the Ring of Honor title for a while. Yeah. Wheeler Yuta, I think, is dropping that title in a week's time. So I don't think he'll win just yet because that doesn't really make sense. Yeah, to drop that title, even though he's so over right now, and yeah. has I think my favorite music in AEW. Dang, even over FTR. Yeah, it's really good. The <laughs> shit. 
of the yeah, katana, and yeah. then it's just straight video game music, like mm-hmm. Street Fighter. It's yeah. fucking great, man. It's really good. It's like a bish- it's like a fucking uh, what was a it's like Soul Caliber. It's like a Soul Caliber. Yeah. Uh, fucking intro. It's great. Um, Swerve in Our Glory versus The Acclaimed. I'm actually excited for this. This match is gonna be great, but uh, it's gonna be very good for sure. Yeah, yeah. and it is swerving our glory. (laughs) And you never know they they could probably swerve us on some of these, like because we're all picking the easy pick. Yeah, but I that's the thing about AEW is like it's always good picks, but it's the obvious pick, which yeah, talked about too. But not always. That's true. But I do not see swerving our glory dropping the tag titles. How many times did we see Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus losing that tag titles and they kept fucking winning? That's true. <laughs> That's true. Over teams that were bigger than them. But, I mean, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland are, like, legit. Oh, yeah. There's no way. Top I'm just saying overall on the card, <laughs> like, we're very confident in our picks and we're often picking the same thing. At some yeah. point, we're going to be wrong and we're going to be like, huh, they took a chance there. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. This this next match, I have actually have no idea who I want to win. I I think it's going to be Ricky. It's Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs. I think and it's got to be Ricky. It's got to be Ricky, like in terms of like storytelling. But God dang, I love Powerhouse Hobbs, and everyone knows that because I always talk about him on the show. It's like I don't want either of them to lose, and I want both of them to win. Uh, <laughs> I think I think they both get over in this match. Oh, they. Will. I think they will. I think this is star making for them. They will. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to say powerhouse just because so we differ on some matches, but <laughs> yeah. And I want both of them to win, but God dang, this match is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We, we talked about what our, or you asked me what our most in, what my, what matches I'm most excited for. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's uh, this match, I guess the trios match and then Moxley versus punk. Yeah. Although I am really excited for Danielson versus Jericho. I think they're going to do something really special. They will. Yeah. Oh, I got to sneeze. Hold on. <laughs> Zoom tight. Excuse me. And then, so next we got the Elite versus To Be Determined, the winner of Best Friends and Dark Order with Hangman. But it's totally going to be Dark Order and Hangman. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's already been that. announced. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. Yes. Just no, be the winner. The winner. Yeah. Have their match on Friday. Yes. Yeah. Can you imagine totally if it was Best Friends? <laughs> I mean, they'd have a killer match with the Elite, but it makes more sense for it to be Dark Order and Hangman. Yes, absolutely. The, uh, elite love their melodrama, especially with their uh, former friends in the match. I mean, so. I predicted this being the finals before they anyone had had a match in this tournament, and Hangman wasn't even in it. And I was like, mm-hmm. it's gonna be the Elite versus Dark Order with Hangman. Yes. <laughs> it's just I just knew. I know yeah. how they book, and this is how they book, and, and it's great. I don't know who's gonna win though, to be honest. Because I oh could... no idea. I could see them wanting to do Kenny in the Bucks, but they don't really need to be the first champs, but it'd be huge for this, this could be the Dark Order's thing. You know this what? Could... You convinced me. I'm going with Dark Order. Shit. Okay. <laughs> <I'm>, uh... <laughs> maybe maybe uh, no, I'll go with I'll go with the Elite then. Okay. Because that I I'm saying this could be the Dark Order's thing. I'm kind of 50-50 on it cuz like this could be like where they finally take that step oh yeah for sure and with hangman beating the bucks and kenny would be kind of cool mm-hmm. um 
but I think they're going to be friendly in this. Like a, they're going to shake hands and be be cool. I bet. It, yeah, I can see it starting out that way and then just getting crazier as it goes on. Oh yeah, it will. But uh, yeah. Or ooh, ooh. Do you think Cole and do you think Cole gets involved? Cole and O'Reilly. Yeah, yeah. I could definitely see that. Uh, Bobby Fish comes out and they just throw him off a stage. <laughs> I don't think his contract was up yesterday, so I don't even know if he's going to be there. Maybe they have a new third. Yeah, yeah. You never know. You never know. Um, there's guys who could fill that role. There are guys. You know who would fill it? Who would fill it very well? <laughs> Garcia. I yeah. think would, I think would be great there, but he won't. But I think or maybe he, would be he great. turns on both Danielson and Jericho and joins the undisputed elite. He'd be awesome. He'd be so funny there. Yeah. He'd be really, really, really good in that spot. That's where I would put him if I were them. Because mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to end up with BCC or with Jericho. I think he's going to. I think he's going to like back away from go both. alone. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay, then we have John Moxley versus CM Punk. This is the big one. This is the big one. Who do you think I'm it is? Going to pick CM Punk because of what I talked about earlier with his new faction and they turn heel. I'm going CM Punk because I think I know some stuff. <laughs> I think it, I think well, no the the uh, the idea for the for. CM Punk dropping with the with the injured foot the week before was Mox's idea. Mm-hmm. So to me, that says that Mox wanted to add some spice to a loss for himself. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't just like he to me it, it's to me it says that uh yeah I don't know like do something cool there. Like, I think, I think this is punk's moment mm-hmm. and I think he's taking it from Mox. and I don't know. I don't think they would do this angle if punk was losing. That makes a lot of sense. And yeah. So, but yeah, apparently the, the foot stuff was all Mox. That was, yeah, I, I remember reading that. So yeah. And I'm sure they, We've got some matches going on tomorrow, which look good. We have actually Athena versus or Athena and Jade are doing a sit down with JR, which is probably going to be pretty cool. That's going to be real good. Yeah, I like that. I wish they would do more of that stuff with the women. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have what else? I'm trying to think. We have. Uh, 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 There's the finals yeah. of Best Friends and Dark Order. That'll be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so. We have something with Keith Lee and Swerve, and yeah, I didn't, I didn't take notes about this. Yeah, stuff. I tried to look at their Twitter while we were recording, but I couldn't see anything. All I saw was the trios. I saw it earlier, and I, mm-hmm. and I forgot. But yeah, it's a, kind of a. It, it is going to be a live rampage, so it probably will be good. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering. Do you think we get any surprises this weekend? Uh, MJF coming back. Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly coming back. Because Tony Khan's has come out and said that like we're gonna be hundred percent after this Sunday and we've never been hundred percent. So true. I think that means 
everyone that's out injured right now is coming back. Like, I, Cole I think if any, I think if anyone debuts, it might be a woman. Yeah, I just don't know who. Yeah, I think there are. Mm, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was I was thinking the other the other day, like the only big free agents are kind of women left. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who it was. I think like a Trisha Dora type stuff. Willow might be signed. Well, I mean, we've yeah, been saying that for weeks, but she's got an AEW shirt. Yeah, I mean, I guess anyone with a Ring of Honor shirt is going to be branded AEW. But and I pitched to you that she should replace Chris Statlander with Athena. Uh, that'd be awesome. I think that'd be good. I, yeah. They're they're bubbly. I like it. It's good. Bubbly, kind of nerdy. Yeah, it works. Yeah, I like it. They both had purple hair. Yep, yep. <laughs> purple headed chicks yeah. or something. Call their yeah, because uh, Chris Statlander <laughs> was the power, like the big yeah. powerful character, and uh, Willow can fill that role. Mm-hmm. I like it. That that, yeah. that feels it feels right to me, and I guess there's always the possibility that Bray can show up. Yeah, there's always the possibility. If he's going anywhere, I think he's going back to WWE. I would think so too. I would so think Triple H. Would, I would think Triple H <laughs> would bring him back. Yeah, but hey, you never know. Yeah, you never know. It's MJF. It's totally MJF. <laughs> yeah, MJF's coming back, and I can't wait. Um, I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's going to be fucking cool. Is he going to come out with Stokely? Well, uh, who knows? Is Stokely? He's got to come out at the main event, I think. Like, has Stokely been like securing him a roster of goons? Mm-hmm. Like he's uh, he's his agent kind of thing. I don't Maybe. know. I don't know. Let's see. It'll be cool. And if it's not, what the fuck is Stokely up to? Uh, we'll see. Hopefully we'll I find out. I can't wait. Soon. I fucking yeah. love Stokely. The more that man talks and the more he does, he is up to something. He He's that little guy in, uh, but he talks more than him, but that little guy in the Simpsons in the, in the, in the Yakuza fight. Oh, the yeah. That's going to do something. I just know he's going to do something. That little guy. Mm-hmm. Anyways. I'm excited for this pay-per-view. This looks good. Me too. And then we have uh, Arthur Ashe coming shortly on the heels. Yeah. I think, it happened, I think that happens in September too. Dang. Crazy. Crazy times we're living in. And then I'm going to Dynamite soon. Ugh. I'm so That's excited. Exciting. I just can't hide it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're done. See ya. Bye.